Praise the Lord. May God bless you and welcome to The Word Restores. This broadcast is sponsored by Restoration to Eternity with Christ Ministries and supporters like you. Our aim is to share with you what the Word of God is telling us about how we should live as victorious Christians. Listen, there's kingdom work to be done, but how can we do it if we are unprepared? We invite you to join us over the next hour. It is our prayer that you will be richly blessed as we pray with you, as we praise with you, and discuss topics of interest with our special guests. Let's get into today's broadcast. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. This is Elder Jewa of the Word Restores. Hallelujah. Don't you know that the Word really, really restores? Amen. It brings about a change. Mm-mm-mm. It washes you. It changes you. But you know, we can talk about the word, but there are a couple of things I want to do today. And one is uh, to go back for a minute to a, um, a broadcast that I had done oh, many years ago, um, reading the scriptures. Remember when I started, I started just reading the scriptures on different topics, uh, reading them, and it would be about a 10-minute read. So listen. This topic is entitled, Do You Fear the Lord? What does it really mean to fear the Lord? Should we continually tremble when we think of him? But we know he's a God of love, so why do we need to fear him? So what we're going to do is just sit back for a minute and delve into the scriptures to find out exactly what it means to fear the Lord. Amen. And so it is by the word that we begin to understand the fear of the Lord as we grow in Christ Jesus. Today's topic is entitled, Fear the Lord. And our scripture readings for today are taken from the King James Version of the Holy Bible. I pray that the word restores you today in Jesus' name. Selected scriptural references, Fear the Lord. Fear ye not me, said the Lord, Will he not tremble at my presence, which have placed the sand for the bound of the sea by a perpetual decree, that it cannot pass it? And though the waves thereof toss themselves, yet can they not prevail? Though they roar, yet can they not pass over it? And the Lord said unto Moses, Get thee up into this mount Abaron, and see the land which I have given unto the children of Israel. And when thou hast seen it, Thou also shalt be gathered unto thy people, as Aaron thy brother was gathered. For ye rebelled against my commandment in the desert of Zin, in the strife of the congregation, to sanctify me at the water before their eyes. That is the water of Meribah in Kadesh, in the wilderness of Zin. God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints, and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. For the people turneth not unto him that smiteth them, neither do they seek the Lord of hosts. Therefore the Lord will cut off from Israel head and tail, branch and rush in one day. The ancient and honorable, he is the head. And the prophet that teacheth lies, he is the tail. For the leaders of this people cause them to err, and they that are led of them are destroyed. Therefore the Lord shall have no joy in their young men, neither shall have mercy on their fatherless and widows. For every one is an hypocrite and an evildoer, and every mouth speaketh folly. For all this his anger is not turned away, but his hand is stretched out still. But there came a man of God to him, saying, O king, let not the army of Israel go with thee, For the Lord is not with Israel to wit with all the children of Ephraim. But if thou wilt go, do it. Be strong for the battle. God shall make thee fall before the enemy. For God hath power to help and to cast down. And he said unto them, I am an Hebrew, and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which hath made the sea and the dry land. 
Then were the men exceedingly afraid, and said unto him, Why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them. Then said they unto him, What shall we do unto thee, that the sea may be calm unto us? For the sea wrought and was tempestuous. And he said unto them, Take me up, and cast me forth into the sea, so shall the sea be calm unto you. For I know that for my sake this great tempest is upon you. Nevertheless the men rode hard to bring it to the land, but they could not, for the sea wrought and was tempestuous against them. Wherefore they cried unto the Lord and said, We beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not upon us innocent blood, for thou, O Lord, hast done as it pleased thee. So they took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from her raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and offered a sacrifice unto the Lord, and made vows. Thus said the Lord concerning the prophets that make my people err, that bite with their teeth and cry peace. And he that putteth not into their mouths, they even prepare war against him. Therefore night shall be unto you, that ye shall not have a vision. And it shall be dark unto you, that ye shall not divine. And the sun shall go down over the prophets, and the day shall be dark over them. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him, and keep his commandments to a thousand generations, and repay them that hate him to their face to destroy them. He will not be slack to him that hateth him. He will repay him to his face. Thou shalt therefore keep the commandments and statutes and the judgments which I command thee this day to do them. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. For ye are not come unto the mount that might be touched, and that burned with fire, nor unto blackness and darkness and tempest, and the sound of a trumpet, and the voice of words, which voice they that heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them any more. For they could not endure that which was commanded. And if so much as a beast to touch the mountain, it shall be stoned or thrust through with a dart. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. But ye are come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. See that ye refuse not him that speaketh, for if they escape not who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather Fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin, neither say thou before the angel that it was an error. Wherefore should God be angry at thy voice and destroy the work of thine hands? And if he call on the Father, 
who without respect of persons judgeth according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Wherefore now, let the fear of the Lord be upon you. Take Amen. heed and do it. For there is no iniquity with the Lord our God, nor respect of persons, nor taking of gifts. If you felt the Lord drawing you to him, and you are ready to receive him, please pray with me. Lord Jesus, I have heard your call. I am a sinner. Please forgive my sins. I truly believe that you died for my sins. I truly believe that God raised you from the dead and you now live with him, our Father, in heaven. I need you, Jesus, to come and live in my heart. Thank you, my Lord and Savior. If you prayed, you are now saved. Thank you, Jesus. Watch Jesus work in your life. Be ready for change. Tell someone about it. Get into a church that teaches and preaches about Jesus. Write and let us know. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So do we fear the Lord? That's an interesting question because, you know, I was just talking to my producer and we were talking about people who think that when we talk about fear of the Lord, um, it, it always seems to be this, uh, this reverential fear, which it is. But there is an element of fear as a result of his power. You don't have the power that he has. You don't have the, the creative power we, you, that he has. You don't have the type of power that he has. Amen. And you need to, I understand the reverence, but you need to have more than just a passing, oh well, you know, he's an awesome God. We need to start thinking about it and chewing on it and seeing how we can change our ways. Oh, hallelujah. Because of the fear of the Lord. What I, I will do is I will go through some of these scriptures and we can break them down. We can look at the definitions also of the word fear. Amen. Uh, the number to call is area code 313-871-9656. 313-871-9656. God is awesome. He's awesome. And he is worthy to be praised. He is also to be feared. Amen. So let's talk about do, do we fear the Lord? What does it really mean to fear the Lord? You've heard the scriptures. And for anyone who felt that uh, because I've, I've been thinking about it lightly and now it's time for me to really start thinking about, the, about God in a more serious way, I pray that you ask the Lord into your life so that he could continue to teach you, to show you who he really is in the name of Jesus. So what does it mean? Well, first, even as we ask, what does it mean to fear the Lord? We have to, um, we have to look at a definition. Amen. Now, I'm going to tell you that at some point in time, I may have a, uh, a caller and we will most likely break from our discussion on fear of the Lord and come back to it. But in the meantime, we are going to continue. 
just want to look at some definitions of fair. In the Old Testament, there is a, a word, yare, and actually it's pronounced yara. And in, in, the, um, in the Old Testament, uh, it means from the Strong's converse, um, Concordance to fear, morally to revere, to frighten, to affright, to make afraid, to be dreadful. Hallelujah. And as we, since we've started, uh, since we've just started, I'm going to break for a minute so that we can have this phone call. Oh, praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. Yes, Marie Oh, God bless you, my brother. I, I, I had to warn, I had to warn the listeners that we might break for a phone call because we're talking about fear the Lord, my brother. You know, um, it's 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 an awesome topic for us because we have to understand how serious it is over and above what we talk about as the reverential fear. You know, we talk about His power. And that's something that you have to deal with. You know, you have to really think about. So we were just going to get into some definition. So before that, let us take this commercial break with my brother Mel Mills. He is my social media strategist. He does the work for me on the website, gives me a lot of advice so that I can reach you young people. You know what I'm saying? But over and above that, how's it going, my brother? God bless you. Thank you so much. Uh, it is going well. Thank you for that um, beautiful introduction. And, um, <laughs> sounds like an exciting topic today. Yes. So uh, going, going good. Thank you for that. Amen. Amen. So I know we have we have something that you're excited about, and I'm. You know what? I'm kind of excited too because um, I, I'm not going to give it away. But I did go onto the website and I ordered a couple, three actually. Oh, wow. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, today, I wanted to just share with your listeners, um, we launched a uh, T-shirt, uh, a product, uh, a T-shirt and a hoodie uh, over the Thanksgiving break, actually Thanksgiving week in time for Black Friday, um, mm. called God Be Godden. And so that's uh, God, obviously God, Son, the Father, uh, Be Godden, G-O-D-D-I-N. And so it's it's a... Uh, you know, it's a play on slang, obviously. Yes. Um, but this kind of came about because uh, a friend, actually, uh, a friend of mine, actually, my business partner in this, Clarissa Evans, she uh, kind of coined this phrase some time ago. And, you know, it was a hashtag, and it just resonated with me so. Mm. And uh, I said, hey, I, you know, this really resonates with me. I want to do something with this. Amen. So I decided with her to make it into a T-shirt because... You know, anything that inspires or encourages me to, you know, such a degree, uh, like with any good thing, you want to share it. Mm. And I said, hey, I want to put this on a shirt and wear it, you know, myself. You know, I frequent a lot of places, Christian events, and things like that. And then, and then, you know, I just got kind of said, well, you know, why stop there, right? Why, why not just make it available? Oh, praise so the Lord. So we launched this shirt. And so um, the, the, the phrase is, God be gotten. And that really essentially uh, kind of details that, you know, so you think about it this way, teachers teach, singers sing, God gods. Mm. God begotten really captures the essence that when life doesn't look like it, uh, God was always there. Yes. Hands were always on it. Yes. That, you know, it speaks to really things that only God could do, you know, how... The, the timing was just divinely perfect, or you met the right person at the right time, or, you know, things were orchestrated in such a way that only a God could do that. And we're not talking about a Buddha or Muhammad, we're talking about the God. Hallelujah. That. And I can give you so many stories that this, you know, came up and just, it was like, wow, God be God. I mean, even from a few years ago when I my lease ended on the same day that I closed on my house. Wow. And there were so many issues with paperwork and all this other stuff that how in the world could my lease end on the same day that <laughs> I closed on the house? And so, you know, we 
what would I say to that? I would say, God be God. Be God. God yes. is doing the things, orchestrating the things that only a God can do. Amen. You know, um, as 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 I was thinking about it, I thought about Exodus um, Exodus three, um, where you know when Moses asked the Lord, you know, who are you, and 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 he says, you know, um, I am that I am. What I am, okay, I'm God. Yeah. And that's 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 who I am. That's what I do. Yeah. I do God. He's everything. Yes, yeah, he's everything uh, that we need. He. That's why the scripture says, I am. Yeah. I am the need. I am the money. I am the schooling. I am whatever it is. You fill in the blank. Yes. I am. He is that. Or as Clarissa likes to say, he is him. In other words, that there's only one of there's only one there's only one God. I know that, you know, there are little gods, you know. Yes. Lowercase G, um, but he is the God. And so, um, we're really excited about that. And so, um, so we put up a website, godbegotten.com, and that is where you can get the shirt. It's available in, in hoodie. Uh, it's available actually even in baby sizes. Oh, really? And of course, <laughs> women's and men's tees. And yes. so uh, the great thing about this is that, uh, so Clarissa Evans, my friend, she runs an uh, uh, ele- education center called Elevated Education Center. Mm. And so uh, because this is a joint project, uh, we'll be splitting the shares process, and you know her share will be going to funding uh, Elevated Education Center, mm-hmm. uh, where you know that services uh, youth uh, and kids. It's a, you know a daycare center, and then of course um, uh, my share. I'll be you know tithing on that, so that will go to various ministries, organizations, yes. and helping to fund other projects, uh, student loan debt that I said you know I'm going to cancel you know, in the next year, a couple of years. All right now. Um, All right funds now. funds are going to good causes, and so um, I really believe that God has given us the, the, the means uh, to create wealth, as the Scripture says in Deuteronomy, and so this was this was uh, a step up in doing that. Yes, yes, yes. So you need you need to continue to let God be God in, huh? Oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, because... And the funny thing uh-huh. is, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, my brother. Yeah, and the funny thing is, I mean, you've known me for a few years. You know, we've never, I've never, you know, never talked about doing a T-shirt line or any, you know, this was, never, this was never kind of like a thing. Yeah, yeah. It really was kind of a, hey, I think I think we have something here, and I think we need to move with it. And so, um, and then, of course, we already have a sequel to the shirt and some other ideas, and so <laughs> we're just going to kind of, you know, let God lead, God be God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's interesting that, you know, this was never this was never something we, you know, kinda of planned out or at least I didn't. Amen. I'm I'm truly excited about it. I didn't I did get onto the website and I ordered three of them, um, of course, one for me, one for, of course, Sister Brenda and Kiala, you know, just, just waiting for them to come in. So I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. I do like the design. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's a type of design that's so simple that um, it's, it, the, the, the message comes across because of the design that's simple. The words are there. Now you think about it, and if you have to ask, what do you mean, that's an opportunity for witnessing about who God is. And I I think that that's awesome. It truly is. That's what I liked about it. Yes, and you know, that um, that was kind of one of the motivators to doing that. So people that know me know I'm a, a huge fitness advocate. And so, you know, I'm in the gym, you know, at least five or six times a week, and I wear face apparel. And what started out a lot like this shirt uh, was that, you know, hey, I just, I wanted it for me. And mm-hmm. I love the message. I resonated. But what started happening is just what you said. People would point out, hey, I like your shirt. Or people would point out, not this shirt that we're talking about today, but the, the apparel, and it would elicit conversation. Yes. And so, you know, kind of my end game is, you know, these are messages and quotes and sayings and things that, um, you know, they're scripturally true, they're sound, you know, they're inspired, and I love wearing them. You know, some people, they, you know, they do the tattoo thing, right? They tattoo Mm -hmm. their whole body. I don't want to do all that. 
but it's it's you know very minimal to put on a shirt. And I'll tell you the the fruit sometimes that comes from that when mm. people just inquire more. What does that mean? Or, yes. or they give you a nod, or you know, yes. or maybe it even encourages them. I I, I love when that happens. Oh, praise and, the Lord! Praise the and Lord! And I'm hoping that it will. This shirt will provoke a lot more of those conversations. What does that mean? Tell me more about that. Yes, yes, yes. Well, listen. I need you to tell us more about. Uh, the website, I need to have that spelled out for us, as well as um, the cost for um, for the shirts and the hoodies. Yes. So the website is godbegodden.com. Mm-hmm. So that's G-O-D-B-E-G-O-D-D-I-N, godbegodden.com. Uh-huh. And uh, it's through the vendor called Teespring, and... Uh, the T-shirts start at twenty three ninety nine, and the hoodies start at forty four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. The kids' sizes, uh, and, uh, version, and such forth, are a little cheaper than that. Um, yes, I noticed. They were. Dot com. Yep, uh, and you can pay there. They ship it. They actually take care of all that for us, which was a really good deal because uh, you know that can be um, you know sometimes a barrier to doing something like this. Yes. Uh, so godbegodden.com, G-O-D-B-E-G-O-D-B-I-N.com. Praise And uh, you can, get, you know, get it all there. And, of course, uh, if even if, you know, someone's listening, they don't want a shirt or, you know, they can't, you know, afford it, whatever, uh, we'd be, you know, very grateful if you would, if you would share it, you know, share it with someone. Yes. Um, yeah, because, again, it's not, obviously, we, you know, the phones are going to a very good cause, but, uh, the message, you know, is powerful uh, in and of itself. And so we wanted to, you know, be out there and provoke conversation. Yes, I'm, I'm really, really excited about that message because, you know, the, the people that we're trying to reach, I mean, I, I, I know we're trying to reach all ages anyway because I'm not one of the youngsters, and I will wear that T-shirt, okay? <laughs> I may have to wear a little jacket over it, open the jacket just a little, you know, but I'm going to wear that T-shirt, okay, so that they can see it. But... Um, you know, for the younger people who love to wear the T-shirts and the hoodies, you know, it it is, I think that is something that um, they should be able and they will be able to gravitate towards. So excellent, excellent witnessing tool. I thank God, thank God for giving you the um, inspiration, you and Sister Clarissa. And, uh, and you know what, my brother, I think that God is going to bless so I want to make sure that our listeners know about GodBeGodden.com. Amen. T-shirts and hoodies. Oh, hallelujah. Well, thank you, my brother. And thank you so much. Amen. For a few minutes today. I really appreciate it. Amen. Praise God. And God bless you. Thank you. All right. Praise the Lord. So our number to call is area code 313 And we're going to talk about fearing the Lord. Amen. Fearing the Lord. We're not just getting T-shirts just to say that we have T-shirts. We're getting T-shirts because we want to use it as a witnessing tool. Oh, yes. And a tool of affirmation, confirmation that, yes, God is really God, and he, he's the only one who can do what God does. Amen. And so we will have a quick break, um, and we'll minister in music, and then we will come right back and continue Fear the Lord. This 
Yes, it is the air I breathe, and I am lost without him. I am lost without him. And I do have a caller on the line. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you, Elder. How are you? I am blessed, my sister. Hallelujah. You want to fear the Lord? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because the whole essence of fear the Lord is to, to love the Lord. Mm. You know, You know, when you said that, um, what dropped in my spirit is, if you love me, keep my commandments. Yes. Yes. Thank the Lord. And I see, I was talking to a, another thing today about how we've gotten away from giving God his due, his deity. Mm. Creator who created the heavens and the earth by just speaking of it. Yes. And we're so cavalier with God, Jesus, you know, the, the way we throw it around, like it's just any other name that's thrown around, I hear you say it. I'm like, wow. Yes. We, we have gotten so far, uh, and it's just sometimes it's terrifying to even think about it. Uh, just how the reverential fear of who he is, uh, it, it, it shakes shake my boots off just to even speak in his name. You know? like, yes. I don't want to do anything to offend him. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. That's another topic that we need to talk about, you know, um, offending, you know, offenses. And we're going to look at that sometime um, later on. Yes, because I think it's time for us to start getting just a little deeper than, you know, than we've normally been going. Um, Because I do believe that it's time for us to stop, you know, saying that, you know, Jesus is my road dog, you know, me and Jesus, and me and Jesus, and that's good. That's good because he is our friend. But, you know, sometimes you and I have friends that um, you, you know that that person is someone that you can, um, you, you've got to reverence. You know, even though that person is what you would call a friend, you have to give them the reverence and the honor. Oh, hallelujah. And the honor due to, you know, what they've done, how they act, who they are to you. And yet they are still friends. And and we have to get back to that point of knowing that, you know, God is God. Absolutely. And that's what I'm talking about, how we'll give more reverence to a fleshly being mm. than what we will give to the deity of who God is. Yes, 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 yes. And I hear you, I hear you loud and clear because I do believe that that's, that's the issue that, um, that we are dealing with and it's time for us to come back. It's time for us to begin to recognize um, who, who God is. You know, I think of Matthew 10 and 28 and um, it was, uh, it was uh, spoken in... In the in the oh my goodness the scripture readings that I had done earlier um, Matthew ten and twenty eight that said and fear not them which kill the body mm-hmm. but are not able to kill the soul mm-hmm. but rather fear him who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell 
And the question is, why should we not fear him with that kind of power to destroy not just my body, but my body and my soul? And you're you're adding in, oh, hallelujah, in hell. You know, and why should we not give him that that true reverence to do? Why should we not give him that fear? Hallelujah. Use the word. We use the word fear that is due unto him. Amen. I think we have lack of knowledge. Mm. We to have that knowledge of who God is. And I think we have lack that of spreading that word of who God is. As the Sunday school lesson was speaking on today, as you sitting down with your children, you're supposed to explain to who God is. Yes. As you're running down, as you're walking in Deuteronomy 6, and I think it's four or five there, mm-hmm. six or seven words. You have to, if we don't impart who he is, yes, and we don't, we have a generation that we are seeming to be skipping over that know not their God. Mm. My goodness. If you don't know who God is, you don't reverence what you don't know. Because I can put him on the same level as I do my road dog, my buddy, my yes, this and my that. Yes, yes, I yes. I don't know who he is. He, I haven't lived long enough for him to do something for me. Yes. And he hasn't pulled me out of anything and he hasn't done anything. So you take all these things for granted to open your eyes or your fingers working and you, you cut yourself and it stop bleeding. You take all Lord. that stuff for granted and say, that's what it's supposed to do. My Lord, my Lord. But that's how God designed it. Yes, yes. It's not about a supposed to. It's been a, an orchestrated design for God who have made the, the human uh, body to take care of itself with healing. So, and so he thought about this even before we were born. Absolutely. You see Absolutely. that? Way back upon creation. Absolutely. We don't go back that far to understand that this is a part of who God is. So, so... You touched on a couple of things. You touched on the lack of knowledge, and now you're saying we're not going back that far, so we don't even have, it's not just a lack of knowledge, not, it's also a lack of history of who God is and what he has done in our lives, and not just our lives, in the lives of those who went before us. Mm-hmm. Ancestors. You, you ask someone about your ancestors. Mm. They'll start talking about their parents. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you will not even go back to Adam and Eve. Yes, 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 yes. Not even remembering that we are I new creatures in Christ. Yeah. We, we we don't know any of that. Yes. And that's the scariest part of it is that we don't know where we come from. Mm. We, we think we came up on island. We just was there, you know, and they took us over on a boat and we know about slavery. Yeah, all of that is all fine, that part of history, but... Let's go back all the way back a little bit so you can understand that in the beginning, God. In the beginning, God. Oh, praise the Lord. In the beginning. Oh, praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. And you know what? Yeah, and I think about um, Brother Melvin who called with his God be God in. You know, God is doing what God does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Bottom line, you know. We we, we don't know what God does. Oh, Lord, help us, Jesus. We, we take it, when we stand up on our legs, we're supposed to stand up. When I clap my hands together, they're supposed to go together. When I blink my eyes, they're supposed to blink. When I eat my food, they're supposed to go down. My Lord. All those things are liberty, liberties that we take that are granted. That yes. Just go in these houses where people can't swallow. It don't go down. My Lord, my Lord. You know, um, I, I, I would just, um, turning back to Deuteronomy chapter 6 and 7, uh, and it, it reads, uh, And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when you sit in the house, and, and when you walk, you know, walk by the way. And, and, and basically, what we are being commanded here, when you rise up, what we are be, mm-hmm. being commanded here is, listen, whatever you do at all times, keep God in the forefront. Amen. Keep him between your eyes. So no matter what you you you've got, you know, you're chewing on this awesome and mighty God. You're thinking of it, and and you know, uh, we have this 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 uh, saying that we have about what uh, what would Jesus do? 
And if I were to ask that question, and it sounds like a cliche, but if I were to ask that question again and again and again in everything that I am doing in my life, that would be putting God right in front of me. But do we want to or do we want to do our thing? Mm. I, I think we, we, we it's, it's a good thought. Yeah, maybe something we can you can bring to your program until we start really truly thinking about who God is. Yes. Have call, call in and say who he is. I mean, especially these young people that are out here that are going in everyday life to where they don't understand where their baby bread comes from. Mm. If, if we take the breath of life away from you, what do you have? My Lord. My Lord. My Lord. Yeah, this we is. We take it all for granted. Yes. We take it all for granted. But I say that the, the, the uh, beginning of, of, of fear in the Lord is to respect Him. The it's... government to respect Him for who He is. Yes, yes. All by Himself. Yes, yes, yes. And and when we talk about respecting Him, it has to be a deep and a reverent respect yes. for Him. You know, when I think about the the opening of the scripture readings, and uh, and the first uh, the first scripture that says, "Fear ye not me." You don't fear me, said the Lord. <laughs> Will you not tremble at my presence? You know, me. I'm the one who placed the sand for a bound of the sea by a perpetual decree decree that it cannot pass. And even if the waves, you know, blow and they toss and they, they roar, no matter what, they can't prevail. They can roar, but they can't pass over it because I set the boundary. Mm-hmm. And you say, fear ye not me. Oh, oh, oh hallelujah. Lord Jesus. Yeah, show, but this is not a new thing. Yes. This is not a new thing. God had to ask him, do you not know who I am? That's right. And the same question is being asked today. Do you not know who I am? Amen, amen. Because, listen, he's been revealing himself all along. When I think of the heavens declare his glory, amen, and the earth his handiwork, he's been revealing himself all along, and yet... We are still, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think it's an act for us sometimes. But um, you know what? God, God's gonna make it right. God's gonna do what God's gonna do. And you know, my sister, I do have another caller on the line, and I'd love to keep on chatting with you. I might have to call you back in order to throw my pitch for my kids for kids. Oh, okay, okay. Let's do that for next week. You want to do that? Yes, I will. Excellent, excellent. All right, take care now. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Praise the Lord. You're on the air. Good evening, Elder Joe. How are you doing today? I am blessed. I am truly blessed. And who is this, please? This is Reverend Mike Evans from New Bethel. Oh, my goodness. Why Why did I not get your voice, my brother? <laughs> <laughs> and, and listen, and now I'm saying my brother, you know. Uh, <laughs> God bless you, my brother. I'm loving the uh, dialogue that I'm hearing on the show today. Amen. And, um, uh, I just want to give a, a brief shout out to uh, Carisha Evans. She's actually also my classmate. Really? Uh, for my master's program that I'm in, and I just see her doing great things. So I just want to shout out Melvin and uh, Carisha for doing the good work. Oh, praise the Lord. That's good. That's good. But um, I wanted to just put my quick input in on uh, fearing the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to, in my, in my opinion, when it comes to uh, the social status of why this generation and the next generation uh, doesn't necessarily have the, uh, the theme of fearing the Lord, it's because we have gotten away from preaching God's wrath and more so focusing on God's love. Mm. So when we uh, focus on the love of God, which is by all means great because yes. God is a loving God, but God also has an example of wrath. Yes. God uh, also has an example of destruction yes. uh, and whatnot. And we, uh, not, we in general as a church and as our church body, have gotten away from the wrath of God because it scares people. Mm. We don't want to scare members, and members will go away and they'll just go to another church that does preach nothing but the love of God. 
we don't want to think about the consequences that we have to face because of our own decisions or because of sin in general. And um, this, this the notion of sin is almost like a cuss word in the church now because what happens is people don't want to talk about sin. They want to talk yes. about love and the five steps to having a successful uh, marriage and relationship. We don't want to talk about sin or hell anymore. No. So uh, when it comes to fearing the Lord, I just believe that um, as, uh, as a preacher, that we are more so focusing on the love of God and not the wrath of God, when in actuality there should be a balance. Amen. And, and the, the point is that it should be about all, because it's not just his love, it's not just his wrath. You know, there's so much about God. You know, just, just the fact that he created you know, he, he, he is the creator. Just the fact that no matter what we do, he is in the midst. There is so much for us to speak about him. But you are correct if we keep talking about love, his love, which is great, and we want to avoid his wrath. Well, well, we are raising up the generation. But is it the generation's fault or is it our fault? Is it time for us now to start turning things around? Is it time for us to be, to begin to say, consider the mercy of God and consider his judgment? You know, Absolutely. consider both sides. As a matter of fact, it's not just both sides. It's all the sides. It's like taking that rose and all you can see when you look at a rose, just one side. But if you turn it just a little bit, there's a completely different angle and you haven't seen that part. And you turn it just a little more and a little more. And there are so many different facets to our God. And we still are not getting there yet. And remember getting there yet. Oh, praise the Lord. You know, I am so happy that you will, that you have called. And listen, my brother, please don't forget God begotten. Okay. Talk to your, your um, classmate, Sister Clarissa, and yes, find out about those t-shirts. I'm going to see you one day and I'll be wearing mine too. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, brother, amen. It's wonderful to talk to you, and God bless you. Continue in your schoolwork. I'm continuing in mine. I finally got one chapter that was fully approved, and I'm working on the second one to be fully approved, hopefully within the next couple of weeks, and then I'll go on to the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. So, Amen. <laughs> God, God be God. God be God. Yeah, you're right. Thank you, my brother. God bless you and much love to you. Hallelujah. God bless you. Much love to you as well out there. Thank you. Take care. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And listen, listen, the number to call is area code 313-871-9656. We're live on Facebook also. I just clicked the go live button. So here we are. God bless you to my Facebook family. We're talking about fear the Lord. Amen. What does it mean to fear the Lord. Amen. You know, it's it's very, very different and it's very difficult for us because we talk about fearing the Lord and yet the question is, are we even doing anything? Are we moving in that direction that we will even teach our children to fear the Lord? Amen. Because that's that's one of the issues that you and I have are faced with as we move along on this Christian journey. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Amen. My commandments are not grievous. Let us keep his commandments. Let us let us move forward in him. Yes, he's a beautiful God. He's an awesome God. He's a mighty God. He's a loving God. Oh, hallelujah. But he is a God of justice. He is a God of judgment. He is a God of many, many, many other areas. And let us remember that we should take a holistic view of who our God is. And when we do that, and when we see his awesomeness, don't you know that we will fear him? And I'm not talking about just, you know, the, our, we love to talk about the reverential fear. We give him reverence. Well, very often we give reverence to a whole lot of football players, to a whole lot of hockey players, a whole lot of basketball players. Let's take it a step further when we talk about fearing the Lord. Amen. 
I mentioned Jeremiah 5 and 22. It was at the beginning of the broadcast where Jesus says through Jeremiah, God says through Jeremiah, God the Father, um, fear ye not me. Don't you fear me, said the Lord. Will you not tremble at my presence? I placed the sand for a boundary of the sea, which means that no matter what, that sea is not going to go past that boundary that I have given it. And you do not fear me. Hello. Amen. God bless you, Sister Jean. God bless you. Amen. Amen. And I'm looking at Psalm 89 and 7, and it reads, God is greatly to be feared in the assembly of the saints, and to be had in reverence of all them that are about him. Now watch it. The word that he's greatly to be feared is arats. And it actually means fear, dread, affrightened, terrified. Think about that. And listen to this. You see, in Psalm 89 and 7, we look at him to be feared in the assembly of the saints. When the saints, those who are supposed to know who he is, when we all come together, he is greatly to be feared. And then he eases off just a little bit and he said, and to be had in reverence, to be revered of all them that are about him. So those who are around him, whether you know him or you don't know him, you've got to reverence him. Amen. But for us who know just a little bit more about who our God is, yes, we must fear him. And I'm going to touch on a couple of scriptures so that we can understand the fear of the Lord. We look at Second Chronicles chapter 25, and I'm going to take just a few scriptures, verses 7 and 8, and it reads, But there came a man of God to him, saying, O king, let not the army of Israel go with you, for the Lord is not with Israel, to wit, with all the children of Ephraim. But if you will go, watch it now, do it. Be strong for the battle. God shall make you fall before the enemy. For God has power to help and to cast down. Now, why should you not fear him with that kind of power? He has power to help and to cast down. And you and I know it as we read the scriptures. We see it. We see it in our scriptures. Amen. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What about Jonah? And I hope I have enough time to read Jonah chapter 1 from verses 9 to 16. So Jonah said to them, listen, I'm a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which had made the sea and the dry land. So let me let me put this in parenthesis right now. Why should we not fear him who has creation power? What did Jonah say to the to the to the sailors? He said, I fear the Lord. And let me tell you who the Lord is. I know who the Lord is. You know, we just talked about the saints, amen, who have to know a little bit more about the Lord. So he's telling these heathen, because they did not know the Lord, they're praying to their gods, amen. But he's telling them that he's the God of heaven. He's telling them he's the God who made the sea, the same sea that you are on right now with the storm and everything that's going on around you. That's the God who made it. And he made the dry land, the dry land you want to get to now because, man, them, them billows, they're rolling. Amen. So he says, why should we not fear him who has creation power? I said that, not he did. So verse 10. Then the men were exceedingly afraid, and they said to him, Why have you done this? For the men knew that he had fled from the presence of the Lord, because he had told them. Then they said to him, What shall we do unto you, that the sea may be calm unto us? For the sea wrought and was tempestuous. And he said to them, Take me up, cast me forth into the sea, so shall the sea be calm unto you. For I know that for my sake this great tempest is upon you. He knew God's power. Amen. Talking about fearing the Lord. But initially he ran away. 
in, he, he feared the people of Nineveh, this is Jonah, as opposed to fearing the Lord. Watch it now. Fearing man. Nevertheless, the men rode hard. I mean, they said, mm-mm, it ain't so, to bring it to land. But they could not fear the Lord. See, the Lord don't mess around. Amen. For the sea wrought, and it was tempestuous against them. So wherefore they cried unto the Lord, and they said, We beseech you, O Lord. Oh, now they know who he is. We beseech you, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not upon us innocent blood. For thou, O Lord, has done it as it pleased thee. See how they're getting to know more and more about the Lord. So, in their fear of the Lord, verse 15, So they took up Jonah and cast him forth into the sea, and the sea ceased from her raging. Oh, praise the Lord. Then, watch it now, verse 16, Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, Oh, Lord Jesus, and offered sacrifice to the Lord, and made vows. So listen, perhaps they did not believe before when Jonah talked about the Lord. Amen. Because they, because Jonah said he was a God of heaven. He made this same sea that we're on. Amen. So they, maybe they didn't believe in before. But before their very eyes, God showed them his miracle working power. Would you not fear him? How about the Lord showing you his miracle-working power in your life? Would you not fear him? Amen. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Amen. Hey, listen, listen, listen. I have about two or three minutes left in the broadcast. So I'm going to quickly touch on some scriptures that will just continue to lead us into understanding why we should fear the Lord. Jesus said in John 10, verses 27 to 28, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand so wait a minute why should we not fear him with that kind of power to give eternal life oh praise the lord We already touched on Matthew 10 and 28, amen, to fear him who will destroy both the body and soul in hell. So on the one hand, Jesus is talking about, I got the power to give you eternal life. And on the other hand, you know, Jesus is saying, wait, 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 you better fear the one who is able to destroy your soul and your body in hell. Oh, praise the Lord. God don't play. Understand this, understand that Proverbs 1 and 7 tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Sister Brenda, at the beginning when she called, she talked about the fact that we have a lack of knowledge and that's why we are not fearing the Lord. But listen to the second part of verse 7. But fools, but fools. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So my question to you in fearing the Lord, are you wise or are you a fool? Amen. In the last minute, we're going to read Ecclesiastes 12, 13 to 14, because we want to hear the conclusion of the matter. Fear God. And keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment, and every secret thing, whether it is good or whether it is evil. You and I must be an open book before God. What's the sense in trying to hide your evil ways? Come clean with God, my brothers and sisters. Let him know your struggles. Let him help you through your difficulties. He loves you and does not want you to perish in hell. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We sincerely thank our supporters for sponsoring this broadcast and pray that you too will be moved to become a sponsor. Let us reach out to continue to spread the good news of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through the airwaves. To contact us, 
simply log on to our website, thewordrestores.org, or through Facebook, Anne-Marie Jewell. Or call, send us a text to area code 313-466-0349. I'm your host, Elder Anne-Marie Jewell, a fellow servant in Christ. Until next time, may God bless and keep you. And may the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Amen.